please allow me to introduce myself and the second edition of this book. Sensuous Magic first appeared in 1993 as a Richard Kasach book published in New York City by Masquerade Books. It rapidly became one of the best-selling works available on SM technique and safety. A year later, it was translated into Spanish and became an underground classic in that language as well. Because most publishers guard their statistics zealously, I have no way of knowing for sure that Sensuous Magic has outsold its colleagues. But I'm pretty confident that it became so popular because it set a high standard for sex education for consensually kinky people. Of course, I was pleased with the success. But I think most authors view publishing as a regrettable nuisance that brings a halt to the process of creating something perfect. A second edition is a welcome opportunity to take advantage of hindsight and do some renovation. The original publisher felt that a how-to book about dominant submissive sex would enjoy wider acceptance if it focused on instructing heterosexual couples in how to enact these fantasies in a healthy and creative way. But the SM, DNS, B&D, fetish, leather, kink community includes people of all genders and sexual orientations, so I've enjoyed the chance to compose a few new fantasy scenarios that feature gay, bisexual, and transgendered characters. When I wrote the first edition of Sensuous Magic, I was also under a constraint to limit its scope to the activities that are most commonly enjoyed in our community, and avoid anything that might frighten the horses. It seemed to me at the time that it was better to give people this basic information than none at all but I was concerned about what had been left out. The chapter on edge play, chapter 10, is an attempt to fill in some of those gaps. Although I doubt anyone can keep up with all the amazing things that people come up with in quest of deeper intimacy and greater sensation. Even though these activities are not of interest to most of us, I think that the handful of people who are drawn to extreme techniques or rituals need more information precisely because they are taking greater risks. The inclusion of this material is in no way meant to imply that you will be a cooler person or have more fun if you get a little, or a lot, further out there. This second edition has also benefited from the comments of readers. I feel very fortunate to be in communication with so many thoughtful people who have read and commented on my work. One of the most frequent requests I've received is for more information about coming out into, choosing, or developing a role preference, as well as how to frame or maintain a hot and loving SM relationship. I doubt that I have any more wisdom than the next person about how to find true love and keep it alive, but I have done my best to provide a little advice that I hope will be helpful in avoiding the most obvious pitfalls. Also included is information about how to place a personal ad some of the things to consider if you wish to hire the services of a professional mistress, master, or slave, and examples of open relationships and polyamory. Because our happiness can be affected by some of the same problems that other people have, I've also included guidelines for finding a good individual therapist or couples counselor. Even in this new millennium, it can be difficult for novices to figure out how to translate breath-quickening fantasies into face-to-face opportunities for friendship and play. So there's a chapter, Chapter 9, 
on finding community that includes information about coming out to family, friends, and others outside of the scene. Since gathering together for public play has become a DS institution, I've put together a guide to the etiquette of play parties and given some cautionary legal information. Chapter 9 The leather community has become immeasurably larger and more public during the last decade, making it less feasible, and possibly less necessary, to maintain complete secrecy about bondage activities and such. I think the growing number of requests for guidance on how to gently educate non-SM people about the reality of this erotic style, as opposed to all the scary stereotypes, is an amazing tribute to our social progress and activism. Well, there you have it. Enough words to shake a stick at. But really, why bother, when there are so many smart, cute, witty people who'd be covered in goose flesh at the very thought?